Hey everyone, welcome back to A Journey With Joy podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm recording really late at night. My creative flow is is really, it's pretty good at night, which is <laughs> kind of counterintuitive to me considering how much I like sleep. <laughs> but let's hop into the episode. <laughs> today I really wanted to talk about staying grounded because this was a question I noticed that was quite common uh, when I do Q&As on the Instagram story for a Journey with Joy podcast. A lot of people would kind of touch on how to stay grounded when things around you change as they do inevitably and I thought it would be a really nice beneficial episode for everyone and something that I'm constantly working on and I'll probably be working on for the rest of my life. So this is going to get irritating. I know I say in so many, so, so many of my episodes right at the beginning of my spiritual journey. I know I say that a lot, but I think it just really helps tell certain things to be more empowering. So here I go. (laughs) Right at the beginning of my spiritual journey, Right after, kind of like, I hit the lowest point, I went on this huge high exponentially. I was just feeling fantastic every day. I would wake up super in love with the world, super in love with life, really at a spot where I was insanely unbothered, you know? Like, somebody would say something negative and it would just flow right off me. Like, it would... (laughs) I wouldn't be impacted in any way whatsoever. I was always smiling super big and like I've I had people at the beginning of my spiritual awakening stop me on the street and tell me that I look like an angel. And I'm not saying this just to to just say it, but I really was at a very exponential high and inevitably life changes. <laughs> And I hit a point where my external environment, something bigger changed externally, and it caused my internal state to change. Then all of a sudden, (laughs) I was questioning my career, and I was feeling off. I was feeling extremely frustrated with myself because I felt as though I was going backward with my spiritual awakening rather than going forward. And I remember I was so excited during that high that I was like, man, if, if this is that, like the beginning of my spiritual journey, it can only get better. And little did I know that happiness is not an indicator <laughs> of how well you're doing. I started to really become frustrated when I started experiencing some lows again. I really did feel like I had this kind of untouched, unbothered wisdom to my being and then it felt interrupted, kind of like I went back in time. (laughs) I really struggled with that frustration and I had a lot of anger because of that. And then slowly, over time, I let presence out for a little bit because my anger was getting to me. But then... I started to tune into presence again and I realized that, you know, 
it's okay. (laughs) There's no right way to grow. I can choose to stay grounded and to own how I feel right now. To meditate, I can choose to breathe into where I feel angry, into where I feel frustrated, and I can come again in tune with that groundedness within me so that even if things around me feel overwhelming about my career, about my academics, with my social life, I myself have the potential to remain grounded. Life around me might change consistently and it will change consistently because that's the way that life works. You think something will stay the same and then no, (laughs) it's gone. Something better might come along, something worse, just something different from before. And even though things change externally, we have the power and we have the potential within us to remain grounded through those phases and actually find gratitude in each one of those phases. I realized that when I just let myself once again surrender to feeling unsteady again after that big spiritual awakening, feeling a little bit unsteady, a little bit off, a little bit more emotional, once I own that and I gave myself again the space to breathe, to meditate, to feel how I was feeling, that's when I started to transform again and I really owned that even if things around me were unstable and confusing, I could stay true in who I was. It's, I think, one of the biggest teachings in Buddhism is to accept impermanence. Things will always change. It's inevitable. But we can all choose to see the gratitude with what's in front of us and choose to be open to the lessons that life has to offer. Once we do, we manifest so much goodness and presence just rushes in. As long as we stay in tune with the present moment and we have a will to be here for it, we don't resist this moment or this period of time, then we can grow so, so much and we can feel so whole as we are because we are all whole as we are. Even if we're changing, even if we're growing, that presence within us can always remain and we can always tune into it. Our breath is always there to support us. I remember I felt like there was this little period of time where I started to really become attached to the idea of needing friends, of needing new people. And I would kind of be aware that I was playing myself out to be a victim and saying, you know, man, (laughs) I never really had that many friends in high school. It should be my time to meet people and to to be exposed to to new friendships. You know, it should it should be that way. That's kind of the story that I was playing in the back of my mind that I didn't want to accept. Slowly, when I started to be the awareness behind that, I started to take a step back tune in with my breath again and realize I'm whole as I am and that's enough. Like I always say, I didn't have to physically say those words. Those things were naturally understood just by breathing into myself and being in tune with the present moment. 
But the more I just started to accept that things were the way that they were and maybe the friendships I thought were more permanent kind of faded that I thought would stick around from friends I met from the beginning of the year. Even if those turned out to be more impermanent, I accepted. It is what it is. By accepting it fully and owning that phase of life, I just offered so much gratitude to life. Like, I was really grateful. I was like, wow, you know, there's so much to be grateful for. And I would find gratitude in each one of these little moments. Then you wouldn't believe, but just some of the most beautiful people rushed into my life, like beautiful friends that, you know, I've never really experienced friendship like this. And I'm aware that even that might be impermanent, but for now, I'm grateful. I really do believe that it was done so naturally by being in tune with my authenticity, not forced whatsoever. We can always choose to be grounded and to own this phase of our life, to own where we stand right now, because this too shall pass. This moment will pass. This phase of life will pass, but we can choose to be present and to not be scared of what's ahead. We can choose to be in tune with gratitude and with the present moment. You guys know how much I love gratitude. It's something that comes very naturally once we start to slowly let presence into our life. For me, being in tune with that gratitude is probably my biggest way of how I stay grounded in the present moment. Even when things change or things take a turn spontaneously, somebody surprises you in some way or something happens, some big life event changes, we can choose right away Instead of interpreting that situation, trying to control it externally, we can come in tune with ourselves and choose to take it through a lens of gratitude. Be present through the waves of discomfort and say thank you for the lessons that are right before you and for the unexpected beauty that comes with it. There is always some sort of beauty to this phase of life that you're in and we all have the potential to tune into it so i hope that you guys really like this episode i really had no bullet points for this episode (laughs) not even my typical three bullet points that i go off of i really just went completely spontaneous mode on this one (laughs) But uh, I thought I would finish off with a few Q&A questions. First question, very simple. What keeps you grounded? Okay, well, very simply, what keeps me grounded is my breath or looking, looking in nature. But very typically, just my breath. I think for me, it's important to notice Right when irritation arises, right when anxiety arises, right when anger arises, take a moment to breathe and acknowledge it. It transforms right there. I'm giving myself the, the space to acknowledge it and to transform it right as it arises, right in the present moment. 
I think the breath works for a lot of people. Maybe for you it's something different. Thank you for sharing that also. But um, I think it's important to find whatever is your gateway to the present moment. I also like looking at the sky. I feel like the sky, (laughs) just looking at the sky is magical if you just allow yourself to observe it. Appreciating that beauty just for a second can really help ground me. I think whatever you notice your gateway is to the present moment, just own it and use it as a beautiful tool for yourself to to be grounded, you know, when there's those moments or waves of discomfort. You can always rely on that thing to bring you to the present moment. I, I hope that that helped you. That was a very simple explanation. Okay, I'll answer one more. Okay, not taking things too seriously. I used to be a professional at taking things too seriously. <laughs> um, I actually used to be, sorry, used to be, I still am a very clumsy person. So I kind of put myself in embarrassing situations, but I don't actually get embarrassed anymore, which is quite nice. (laughs) I believe that we tend to take things very seriously or very to heart when we attach what we do or something that we say, something that someone says towards us. If we attach that to our sense of self, we might feel threatened once someone kind of says something about us. For example, I can give you a really kind of practical example. If you attach very much to how you look physically, if you attach very heavily to that and then someone walks up to you and they say, you know, you're ugly, (laughs) all of a sudden you feel like, oh, oh, I can't believe they would say that. That really hurt my feelings, really made me feel insecure. That's a really good sign to tune into yourself, to ask yourself, you know, why did that bother me? Is it because I'm really attached to how I look physically? So all of a sudden my sense of self feels attacked by this person. I hope that that helped you in some way. Okay, so I'm going to finish off the Q&A there and give you guys a few journal prompts for this week. Thank you so much always for sending in your Q&A questions. I really appreciate it. I'm like genuinely proud of everyone. Here are the journal prompts. First journal prompt. What is your biggest gateway to the present moment? What is it that that thing or that action that brings you to the present moment? The next question is a fun one. (laughs) what is an activity that you love doing and helps you stay in tune with the present moment and how can you invite that more into your life i hope that you guys really enjoyed this episode i hope you have a great night a great night oh man i have to wish myself that (laughs) it's 1 a.m in the morning um I hope you guys have a great week, (laughs) wherever you are, and I'll talk to you soon. Sending you lots of love. Okay, bye.